Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On your home for the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. News from the nest here on this Total Request Thursday. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass, John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. A lot of players returned to the practice field. John Harbaugh, that must have pleased you. We're, we're happy with the guys as they get back. We're going to be thrilled. I mean, these guys are really good players. You know, these guys, and they've been working really hard to get back. They want to be back. And as guys come back, we're going to be very excited for them to get back and play. And some of that will happen this week and then going forward the next few weeks. And some of those players, Gus uh, Edwards, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Lindenbaum, Marcus Williams, they were back, but others were missing. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, and they, they need every able body. You know, and, and, and Bob, if they have all their injured guys back by week six or seven, you know, that's – Probably not a bad thing if they can stay healthy. You know, and, and everybody wants to say what's, you know, why so many injuries? They want to rip the strength coach. When you have guys that have been hurt their whole lives, they get hurt. It's what happens to that, you know. So it's not the trainers. It's not. It, it just, that's just what happens with, with these guys. Which interesting, though, outside of, Rashad Bateman dealing with a hammy. Yeah. It's all ankle and foot stuff, it seems. Yep. No doubt about it. Yeah. With turf toe and all that. And I, I I bet you well, the thing is with Stanley, Ajabo, and Oway, Bob, I mean, they got rolled on. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's like bad luck kind of thing. So they've had some bad luck. And to to be good, you gotta be lucky and healthy. You know, I mean, look at the Orioles. I mean, you know, you got to be lucky at times and healthy, and they're as healthy as they can get right now. Yeah, but even like to use them as comparison, Mullins was out for a while. Yep. Then old Aaron Hicks slides in and plays uh, out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Mountcastle struggled and then went down with vertigo. Ryan O'Hearn came out of nowhere. Who's the Hicks and the O'Hearn for the Ravens? I guess is what we're asking. Going to need. Well, let me just say the the. Probably the most important guy for them, Bob, if Bateman and, and Odell are both out, somebody's got to, other than Flowers, you know, somebody's got to make a play there at the wide receiver position because they're going to be playing man coverage. Well, Aguilar did well against Cincinnati. He got the speed. And second half, he was doing a little bit, but Duvernay, man. Come and on. Wallace is out, too. Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, that's right. I'm He's not, on the IR. Yeah, I'm not counting on Duvernay at all. Now, we talked about this last hour, Scott Petrak. From uh, brownzone.com, their defense, ranked number one right now in the NFL through three games. John Harbaugh understands that challenge. I think the defense for Cleveland is playing great. I mean, they're the number one ranked defense in the league. They're giving up 164 yards, 10, 10.3 
points a game, is it? Ten, I mean, that's about as good as you can get. Uh, that's something that we've got to take into account. Uh, we've studied them. We, we know the players. We, we, we understand the scheme as best we can from being outside and uh, as an opponent. And we're just going to have to go out there and play our best football and move the ball, score points, and try to win the game. Yeah, I mean, they, they're – well, the, the biggest thing that right now with Cleveland's defense is they're extremely confident and extremely confident, and they're going to talk trash, and they think they're the 85 Bears and all this kind of stuff, you know. And the best way to knock that confidence out is take that first drive and go score. That would be big. I mean, if they were to go three and out, Bob, and get sacked or whatever, oh, it's just going to be louder and harder. We'll get into the keys tomorrow, obviously. Yeah. But Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett. I don't even play for the Ravens, and I'm worried for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing Lamar can run. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing he's got great feet. But, like, you know, I mean, when they put Zadarius or Miles Garrett over to Garden Center, that becomes quite a challenge because that's where they're really good at. Now, a guy that has had a big impact on the Cleveland defense here in 2023 is Jim Schwartz, and John Harbaugh recognizes that. Well, uh, Coach Schwartz has his uh, system. It's uh, kind of Greg Williams' system. They've been in that system before with, with Greg Williams, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, um, Jim does it how he does it. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a decorated veteran defensive coordinator in this league, does a great job, always has, and uh, he's put his stamp on it for sure. Schwartzy, Mount St. Joe, big metalhead. I guarantee you, Jim Schwartz would tell you, just like I would, that the David Lee Roth Van Halen blows away Sammy Hagar, but we're not here to talk about that. But Jim Schwartz had some health problems and kind of disappeared yeah, a little I bit. I didn't know that till I read that. And then, boom, yeah. Mike Grable yeah. helped get him back on the good foot yeah, there. Yeah, that was a nice article about that. But Schwartzy, uh, we interviewed him for the head coaching job. And super dude, super nice guy. You know, I, I like I like Schwartz. And then, like I said, he learned from Greg Williams. And, I mean, Greg Williams, and I was with Greg for, what, three or four years? So, I, I know what Greg, he's aggressive, confident, cocky, you know, and that's Greg Williams. And that's that's what I see in that Cleveland defense right now. And the best way to do it, you got you to gotta hit him in the mouth. Video at Haiti 105.7. The fan news from the Nest. Total request Thursday. Ravens signed Kyle Van Noy to the practice squad. What does this mean? Yeah, always, uh, you know, always like Kyle Van Noy as a player. You go back to the Patriot Ravens games and uh, him being out there playing the way he plays in that in that style in that manner. Uh, he's just a ferocious player, you know, and smart player, tough player. Uh, I know he's in shape and he's ready to go. And and uh, if needed, he'll be out there helping us. Well, he'll if, be out there. If needed, yeah. <laughs> Definitely needed. I mean, because, you know, I mean, it's not fair to Robinson and Moon, you know, and, and you criticize them because they shouldn't even be playing. I mean, Moon was just on the practice squad, you know, and Robinson is a raw rookie, you know, who didn't really bring anything. And now they got Clowney and Van Noy. And Van Noy, well, I think over his career, Bob's averaged five and a half sacks a game. And I don't think he's a big run player, but – um he can bring some pressure, and their two tackles are not that good. And what what I like about having experienced veteran guys against tackles that aren't that good can win with their brain, man, because they know every counter in the book, and they know how to set people up. Whereas young guys, I mean, you know, those young rookies, you're just, uh, you know, like, go. They're so excited to be out there, they don't know, you know, what the guy's even trying to do to them. And then finally, here news from the Nash John Harbaugh, Jadavian Clowney, 
taking on his former team, the Browns. Talk about Jadavian, what he's brought to Baltimore. Any any angst here against this former team, the Browns? Yeah, um, Jadavian Clowney's played great. You know, I think it's a great point in question. Uh, He's done a great job. Uh, We've always thought the world of him as a player, playing against him. And when you have to scheme against him, kind of the point you guys are all making, uh, it's really tough. So uh, when when you face guys like that and then you have a chance for them to play for you, you know, you're kind of excited about that. So he's played really well. He fits what we're doing well. Plays hard. You know, I'm glad he's here. Yeah, and, and you know what? With Jedrick Willis, their left tackle, you know, he's gone up against him a ton, you know, for a couple of years and one-on-ones and all that. So, you know, each kind of has a feel for each other. And then with uh, DeWan Jones, the right tackle, who's 6'8", 375, he's, that kid's going to have a lot of problems with Clowney. I mean, just because he's going to see stuff that he's never seen before. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll talk more Ravens coming up at 1245 with a film study. And then at 1230, Melissa Kim's going to be joining us, our colleague here on The Fan. Preview the Browns matchup with her. But when we come back, let's count some cash. Hopefully, a little buy or sell. NFL launch at 1. American League East report coming up at 115. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk real and fantasy football with him. And what the hell's going on in Chicago? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bears. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Good 1057-The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs. We'll play them. 410-583-1057 is the number. Plaza Ford Tax Line. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about an hour and a half. Tons going on in the world of sports, of course. But let's count that cash first by yourself. Well, we got a green day today. The Dow's up 167. The S&P's up 35. The NASDAQ is up 157. DraftKings up eight cents. Under Armour's up seven to six dollars and four cents. Well, we're going to start here in the NFL. The Patriots going to take on the Cowboys this week. And one transaction from earlier in the week has caught the attention of Dallas. Bill Belichick signing Will Greer off the Bengals practice squad. And you're asking yourself, well, why is that significant? Why is that a story? Well, Will Greer was the Cowboys backup or one of them the last two seasons, familiar with the system. So Brian Schottenheimer, his reaction 
to the move earlier this week said, quote, those are things we monitor and we know Will knows where a lot of the bones are buried. So apparently Bill Belichick already in their head a little bit. But Vinny, are you buying or selling that the addition of a former backup quarterback gives the Pats any sort of competitive advantage? I'll sell it. Uh, I mean, Schottenheimer, uh, I can't believe he's saying his dad was a head coach in the National Football League for years. I'm sure he did it. And Brian's been around a long time. I'm sure they've done it. So, um, no. Still about the players on the field. I thought Will Greer played the grandfather in the Waltons. Same guy, actually. Wow. Believe it or not. Must be drinking from that fountain of youth. Very talented. Go over to the NBA here. Steve Kerr. Legacy as a player, we'd know it. Legacy as a coach, probably pretty much cemented at this point. Very long resume, but in a league where coaching changes happen seemingly nonstop, he's remained in Golden State since 2014. But that current core, <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and others, it's not going to last forever. And there will come a day when the group is broken up. But at that point, what happens with Steve Kerr? Bob Byersell, Kerr is the next Greg Popovich in the sense that he transcends or bridges multiple eras? Uh, I'm going to sell it. Because Steve Kerr, if I'm not mistaken, is my age, which means he's 24. <laughs> and he's got a lot of... Now, nah, he's... He is maybe, 58. Yeah, yep. he might want to hang up the old whistle sooner or later. Remember, he got into broadcasting for a while there before he got into coaching with the Warriors. Hey, look, they brought in some fresh blood in Chris Paul. I could even say that with a straight face. But they've they changed the roster. I think they got one more magical run maybe in them. And then he'll move off into the... It's hard to believe, but Steph Curry's pushing his mid-30s now. But, uh, yeah, I think Steve Popoviching and waiting for the next LeBron kind of guy, nah. He'll shut her down. Go back to the NFL here. On paper, the Cardinals seem destined to be the worst team in the NFL this year, but they currently sit at 1-2, and two, and you look at all three of their games, realistically had a shot to win all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, no one saw this coming when they enlisted the help of Josh Dobbs to play quarterback for them, operating with a first-year head coach as well. They were set up to fail through three weeks, not the case. Vinny Byersell, Arizona will end up without a top-five pick in next year's draft. Well, I'm going to sell that. I still think they'll be in the top five. You know, top three, probably. I mean, you got Chicago and Denver. I mean, there's there's some bad teams right now. So I, I think they'll, they'll be hovering around the top five. They've been much more competitive. They could be 3-0. and yeah. I mean, they should have beat Washington. And probably could have beat the Giants. Well, they, yeah. were up, they were up, what, 20-something yeah, to nothing? Yeah. Well, how about the Cubs in a very tight Cubbies. race? For the final wildcard spot in the NL, currently tied with the Marlins for that spot. And this is likely going to come down to game 162 for them. The problem is they're facing the Braves this weekend, maybe the best team in all of baseball. Uh, they did get some good news, however, earlier this week when David Ross announced that Marcus Stroman is in line to return to the rotation. In fact, he'll return and pitch for them tonight. Uh, made a couple of relief appearances over these past few weeks but is still making his way back from a rib cartilage injury and remains on a pitch count. So Bob Byersell, Chicago, would be better off with someone who isn't handcuffed by a pitch limit in a big spot here. I'm going to sell it because desperate times call for desperate measures. Their last couple of games have been heartbreaking losses at that. Now Milwaukee, or excuse me, Atlanta's already wrapped up. 
best record in the National League. They're playing just for stats right now. And then they're at Milwaukee, who's locked in as the NL Central champions. No, you're the Braves or the Cubs. You got to get those W's. I mean, they're, they're, they're in a good spot, but Cincinnati's still kind of lurking. Arizona's got an interesting matchup coming up this weekend. Now, if Stroman, if he can go, he and we all know him from his days in Toronto where he was kind of a pain in the ass, let's be honest. He's that guy that if he pitches for you, love him. Pitches against you, you hate him. He brings that uh, he brings that swagger to the equation, and I think they need uh, need a little swagger after uh, two uh, two Kleenex games. And last one here: the Jaguars certainly not off to the start that they envisioned this season. The offense struggling mightily with new offensive coordinator Press Taylor at the uh, helm. Uh, last season, Doug Peterson was handling the calls for them, and it prompted a question earlier this week. Are you going to take back command of the offense here if things don't shape up? He said no. Taylor's still the guy, uh, even if the first half of their game against the Texans wasn't exactly up to par. But Vinny Byersell, if things don't drastically turn around soon, it would be in the team's best interest if Peterson called plays. Oh, 100%. If I'm Trent Baalke and the GM or I'm the owner, You know, I'm having a little discussion, you know, okay, maybe it's time. You know, we're sitting one and two, and they're what? They're over in London or for two weeks. Yeah, I think they're playing against Buzz and Woody this week. Isn't that the the, the Toy Story 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 game? Yeah, so, yeah, I would definitely, you know, if they lose again, I'd say, come on. You know, what's the difference between last year and this year? And you said the quarterback was ready to be an all-star? You calling the plays for him. Yeah, it's Atlanta, Jacksonville, Wembley Stadium, 930. ESPN Plus, and we had Vic Carucci on a couple of days ago, and, we, and I asked him, what's going on? with?" Because I thought Jacksonville was going to be way beyond just winning a crap division. Yeah. So maybe they've been reading those press clippings about themselves a little bit too much here. And Ridley's been struggling, too, the last two games. Yeah, and everybody thought he was going to bust out after missing, speaking of Atlanta, all of last season. We'll come back, Melissa Kim, preview the Ravens and the Browns with her, our colleague, of course, 105.7 The Fan. She does the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored postgame show here on Sundays. And uh, the injuries, which ones are real, which ones, I don't want to say fake, but which ones have a better chance of, uh, you know, not being as serious as we anticipate. Like Marcus Williams being back yesterday, I was kind of surprised by that. I was shocked at that. Does that mean he's going to play on Sunday? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports 24-7-1057, the voice of the fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057, the fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the song. Sports at 583-1057. We'll play them. Send your request. Live Sport Tax Line. Get your votes in. Featured artist Friday. That's coming up in about an hour. Ravens Sunday at Cleveland. Taking on the Browns. Three-point underdogs. Ravens coming uh, off a disappointing loss to the Colts as they were pretty strong favorites there. Here to talk about that and obviously look ahead to this weekend's matchup. She's our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan. She's the host of Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the post-game show here on this station. Joining us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. How you doing? Doing great, Melissa. Before we get to Cleveland, looking back at Indy, aside from the loss itself, the most disappointing aspect of last Sunday's game for you was what? I think it was those missed opportunities. You know, going into the week, I said whoever made the most of the opportunities they were given in this game, given all the, you know, intangible things that you couldn't control, the weather and all that, I mean, that was going to be the team that won the game. And unfortunately for the Ravens, the Colts ended up being that team. But, you know, the good news is that it is, you know, it's still early. It's week three. There's still a lot of time to get all of those things that they need to get cleaned up, cleaned up and refocused. And that honestly was definitely the mood in the locker room yesterday. Melissa, it seems like um, Lamar um, is still learning the offense because there was like so many plays that if he would have done this, if he would have kept it or instead of handing off or, or handed off instead of keeping it, I mean, he uh, there's a lot of things let yet that he needs to improve on. Yeah, I, I think he knows that too. You know what I mean? Like these guys, a lot of them, all of them, if not, um, they are definitely their own worst critics. And Lamar even said that yesterday. You know that he knows that he hasn't played his best football at all. And you know some of them, you know some of the fumbles, the throws, and specifically, you know they happened because they were just mistakes. There's been a lot of communication, I think. Um, situations as well. I talked to John Simpson one-on-one last or yesterday, rather, and that's the one thing that he actually emphasized to me. He said that you know communication is so big every week. It doesn't matter where you're playing, who the opponent is, but if you you know you have to know that you have to communicate certain things at certain points, and then when not to communicate other things at other points. But he said that that was going to be a big, big focus for them this week. Hey, you think, uh, Melissa, that the reason the Ravens are worst in the league in punt coverage is because a lot of guys that are normally just special team guys are playing a lot of reps too, because the cover they, <laughs> yeah. they've given up 153 punt return yards. Yeah. I think that's one of those intangibles where you're kind of dealing with the cards you're dealt in a way. Right. Because you think about Daryl Worley who played 102 snaps, like that's insane. Like, you know, uh, or when you think about it um, on defense and special teams, he was literally on the field pretty much, for like three quarters of the game. And so, yeah, I think certain certain aspects of it, you know, this 
franchise, this organization has really prided itself on the depth, next man up mentality. And Patrick Queen talked about that uh, to me a little bit today, uh, yesterday as well. You know, yeah, there you have to be have that mentality, but at the same time, they're all taking reps at practice. They're all doing the same things at practice. So just because you're you might be the two guy or the three guy doesn't mean that there should be a drop off. It should be seamless no matter what. And those guys know that. But um, yeah, in those certain situations, I mean, credit to guys like Warley who have that ability to play, you know, multiple facets of this game, because that is a huge toll, obviously. But unfortunately, right now, because of all the injuries, it's it's kind of the way it is. Melissa, did, did anybody ask Carbs what the response that he got from the league office was on the Tuesday Flowers place? Uh, he did. He did not specify anything particularly yesterday. I know he had mentioned that they were going to um, put in a request. Well, they, they get a response on Wednesday. The league sends you a response on Wednesday. Uh, he did not. No, we did not talk with. He did not talk about that yesterday. But certainly a Friday question then, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm expecting Van Noy to play. Are you? Yeah, I think he has. He's got to. You know, what I mean, with his veteran experience and stuff like that, and especially, I mean, I do not foresee Odafe Owe playing this week. Ojabo, you know, I mean, not really either. So I think that with again, I mean, obviously Clowney's there. Obviously they have some other guys there again down the depth chart. But I think that that veteran presence is definitely needed right now. Now they need all the receivers need need to. I mean, because Cleveland's going to play a ton of man-to-man coverage. They need yeah. Bateman. They need OBJ. Do you think they're going to play? Uh, Bateman, I would say Bateman more than OBJ for sure. Because Bateman had said that, you know, after the game that he just felt his hamstring tighten up, um, did not practice yesterday, neither did OBJ. But if I were to say, like, who's next in line to be back, I would say Rashad Bateman for sure over um, OBJ. I would imagine that practice they're playing with a lot of crowd noise this week. I would hope so, you know, especially going to that hostile environment and, it's funny because some of the guys really relish that hostile environment, right? You heard Roquan Smith talk about it yesterday about how you're playing these guys in front of their wife and kids and you want to embarrass them in front of your their wives and kids. But, um, you know, at the same time, you have guys also like Patrick Queen who says, you know, that he loves going into those hostile environments, especially when they're a divisional matchup because you get a different feeling when you're walking onto that field in enemy territory because, you know, the fans hate you, the players hate you, everybody's just stacked up against you and you have the chance to go in there and win. So he's like, those are the moments I live for. Um, whereas John Simpson, he was like, I just like playing football. It doesn't really matter where it is. He's like, I do really like playing at home, though, but playing away, obviously you have all these guys, you know, these fans, you can feel them literally breathing down your neck when, you know, when they're, especially when they're on offense. So um, he's like, that makes it kind of fun, but definitely it's going to be a hostile, hostile environment on Sunday. Now, Melissa, watching the film, it looks like kind of Lamar is, if in doubt, throw it to four. Whereas before Mm -hmm. it was always 89 because there's other people, you know, I mean, it looks like he just zeroed in on four all the time. And how could you not, right? Especially with him being as, you know, joysticky or whatever you want to call it, as he is. Um, he's able to get open. And, you know, obviously that's why Zay Flowers went to Florida and worked with Lamar during the offseason to build that trust, to build that chemistry. And, you know, in that uh, in the Cincinnati uh, game when he had that 52-yard or 50-plus yarder, um, Zay Flowers, he said afterwards that, you know, he told Lamar, just trust me, like, I, I, I'll get open, I got it, you know, so I think that that is something that's definitely going to build over time. It's going to be really fun to see, but yeah, I mean, again, I've been saying it all season, a wealth of riches, right, when it comes to guys that Lamar can throw the ball to, and especially, you know, don't don't discount Mark Andrews, though, you know what I mean? He's obviously still there, obviously still a security blanket, for sure, you know, for, uh, for Lamar Jackson to throw to, 
So well, um, well, I would go ahead. No, well, we were going to say thank you very much for your time. I have one more question for you, though. Melissa oh, yeah, Kim, sure. of course, she's the uh, host of the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored postgame show on the fan, and she's going to talk about what she got going on on Friday nights here on the station. But it's not a must-win game for Baltimore yeah. coming up Sunday against Cleveland, but where would you rate it on the importance level given the fact that they let one get away from them last week against the Colts? Oh, I think it's definitely a high up there on the on the list. I think anytime you play a divisional opponent, especially when they're on the road, those are those you know on the road or at home, whatever. But like, I think there's a little there's a little extra like you know juice, a little extra pride. Um, the guys get a little more jacked up. I think when you go to those away games and you are able to win a divisional uh, win against a divisional opponent in their house. All right, Melissa. We know you got the game day uncensored post game show, but what happens on Friday nights with you here on one hundred five seven? Well, we got game day lockdown. I actually, um, I was speaking with Charles Davis, who is uh, with Safety at Tennessee. Obviously, he'll be calling the game with Iron Eagle on Sunday, along with Evan Washburn. Just getting some insight from him, especially in terms of um, Kyle Hamilton and you know that position and how he balled out against um, the Colts despite the loss. Um, as I've mentioned a little bit as well, I've talked to one-on-one this week with John Simpson and Patrick Queen about how this bounce back factor is going to be. And, you know, Patrick in particular had a lot of awesome things to say in terms of his leadership role and how he's really growing into the role that he is right now um, on the defense. Melissa, appreciate your time. As always, we'll be listening tomorrow night and we'll be talking to you on Sunday during the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show here on The Fan. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great one. Uh, Melissa Kim, everybody. We'll come back. Film breakdown of the Ravens defensively in the loss to the Colts. What went right? What went wrong? And what needs to be corrected ahead of uh, the Cleveland Browns? Then we got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We're going to hear from Lamar Jackson. American League East report. Some interesting things happened in the division last night. You know, like the Orioles winning and cutting the magic number to one. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I want your flex. We'll talk real and fantasy football with him. As a matter of fact, we have a game tonight on 105.7 The Fan. Detroit is at Lambeau Field. Lions are two-point favorites. We'll do our picks later in the show as well. And the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields. Everybody getting on Zach Wilson for sucking. Old, uh, Justin Fields isn't doing all that great. And they've got some drama in the coaching uh, world there. So we'll get in all of that and more with Mike coming up in about 45 minutes. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Getting it handy, 105.7 The Fan. Earlier today, we talked to Ravens, in particular the offense. Now we start breaking down Cleveland a little bit, how they would uh, fare against this Ravens D film study. Yeah, when you when you watch Cleveland, I mean, when you watch their defense, I mean, they play with a ton of passion, ton of comp. They're running all over the place. I mean, they're blitzing, they're coming, they're sending people. They're aggressive, which is typical Greg Williams style defense and and Schwartzy. Um, they're going to play a lot of man coverage. They're going to put a lot on their corners. So that's why it is going to be extremely, extremely important for anybody running a route for the Ravens. You got to win that one on one battle because if you can win that one on one battle. You're going to have opportunities to run after the catch. That's why I think Flowers may be the best guy because he's so quick getting in and out of breaks. So that that's going to be extremely important. And then Miles Garrett's playing awesome right now. I mean, he's he's taking tackles. and I mean, he's taking the tackle and pushing them back into the quarterback and tackling them both. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of the way he's playing right now. And they'll line him up inside, outside. They'll line him up left, right, you know, and try to give him – the weakest guy to go against. 
I would think if Ronnie Stanley's on him, I think they'll try to probably, with Ronnie, what I would try to do because he's coming off a knee, I'd try to bull rush him, you know, and check that knee out right away. Otherwise, if he's on the other side with Moses, speed rush him and try to get outside him. Now they're going to put Zadarius on the inside too. They got linebackers that can run. They got a lot of speed on their defense, which I liked. You know, and their their corners, their corners are good. Safety, Grant Delphit leads them in tackles. Denzel Ward's probably a Pro Bowl corner on the left side. Martin Emerson is who Tennessee went after. I mean, with Hopkins. They threw deep three times on him, and they threw deep one time on Ward. You got to challenge him deep. You got to take your shots. Now, with, with them, you know, blitzing, they got to be a – it's not Tannehill who they put on, on his dropbacks. They pressured him 40% of the time. So – with Lamar, they can't run past him because Lamar will take it and run. So, um, But they do have speed that can chase down Lamar. So it's going to be interesting to see what Schwartz comes up with there. Now, offensively, they're a totally different team without Chubb. Chubb's really, I mean, the more you watch, I mean, Chubb's really good, you know. And, and he just makes cuts that normal backs don't make. And he sees things that normal backs don't make. So their run game is totally different. You know, with Jerome Ford, he averages 3.9. And Chubb, what was he was averaged like over five for his career. So I think there's going to be a lot more pressure that they're going to have to put on Watson. And the two offensive tackles, you know, Jedrick Willis, you know, and Conklin's out, you know, the right tackle, right. their Pro Bowl right tackle. He's done for the year. So they have a rookie, Dewan Jones, who's a fourth-round pick for them, and he's 6'8", 370. He's not the he's a decent athlete, but he's extremely raw. Extremely raw. So I expect the Ravens to be able to get some pressure on him. They're gonna try to run the football, and I think the Ravens are gonna be able to hold up inside on the run stuff. And I think they're gonna and blitz wise, I think they're gonna be able to, you know, get there. Now the receivers, Amari Cooper, he's their leading guy. He's got twenty five targets. You know, and he's got 17 catches. He'll catch the deep one. That is, that's Watson's go-to guy. So whoever the Ravens, whoever they feel like the best corner, I'm guessing Stevens will be that guy. The only thing that scares me there is, I mean, if it's close, you know, if you make it a contested catch, Cooper's catching it. That, that's the only that's the only problem with him. Now, uh, the other one, Elijah Moore. He's a little guy. He's kind of he looks he looks and plays like uh, Marquise Brown. Not real physical, and you can hit him and get physical with him. He have that speed that Hollywood brings he's to got, the He's equation? got speed. Yeah, he's got speed and quickness. He's got, he's got 15 catches, Bob, but he only averages 8.5. You know, and he's got 48 yak yards. Now, the guy who's got 10 catches and got leads him in yak, he's got 10 catches for 92 yards and 77 are yak, and that's in Joko. You know, I mean, Joko's kind of a scary guy because he's he, – He's good, you know, and maybe he has to be more involved. You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's been kind of a disappointment thus far. He's only got five catches for him. So I I think it's I think it's going to be really low scoring and tight. But like we were talking earlier, the Ravens punt coverage team, they got to get their act together because they're worse than the league right now. So that cannot be something that, you know, they're giving extra yards back. You know, like they gave the touchdown back. You know, against the Bengals, you can't get teams excited, especially on the road. On the road, you got to pack your defense and special teams. That's what they got to pack. And you know, watching the film, 
Lamar's got to – this has got to be his best game mentally. Mentally. He's got to – because Schwartz going to be doing a lot of different things, so Lamar's going to be even asked to read more things and quickly. So can he handle it? Because last week, I think the first two series handled it extremely well. Then it went downhill from there. So Lamar's got to be on the top of his game because, trust me, when you guys watch the game Sunday – Schwartz going to have guys coming from everywhere, and they're going to try to pressure Lamar, and they're going to have corners come, safeties come. That's how they play defense. Video Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Week four of the NFL season starts tonight, so we'll get the pick out of the way before we get to NFL lunch. Detroit at Lambeau, 8.15 kickoff. You can hear the game. 105.7 The Fan. Both teams are 2-1. and one. Packers were down 17-zip. Came from behind to win last week, behind Jordan Love. Lions handling their business for the most part so far this season with great expectations. Detroit is minus two. Vinny, who you picking on Thursday Night Football? By the way, another prime video extravagant. The the thing that concerns me a little bit about the pack is no left tackle, left guard. You know, and Hutchinson, they, they can get after the quarterback. They're physical. Um, I'm taking the Lions. Typically, I like the home team on a short week. Not sure that really applies here. As Vinny said, some key injuries for the Packers as well. So I will go with the Lions here. I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to throw a Hail Mary. I've gotten to that point in the season already. I'm already <laughs> week in four. I'm already the Royals. I'm buried. I don't want to get eliminated by midseason. So I need some sort of walk-off homer. And I don't think it's an egregious pick. No. A.J. Dillon hasn't really picked up the pace since Aaron Jones got banged up. Christian Watson's going to play, but they use the baseball term. He's going to be on a pitch count. Or they're going to monitor him, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, as, as a receiver, they're going to put him in when when they throw it, I guess. <laughs> Other games this week, we talked about it earlier. Atlanta, Jacksonville at Wembley. The Jags, three-point favorites there. Dolphins to Bills, this is the game of the weekend, no doubt. In Buffalo, Buffalo minus two and a half. Two high-powered offenses. Uh, you know, Tua's kind of MVP leader-ish. Early, I'm guessing Josh Allen would like to show that he can still play at an extremely high level. This is going to be fun. Denver's at the Bears. Denver minus three. Denver just lost by 50 in their favorite on the road. How bad, Chicago. <laughs> anyway, Cincinnati is at the Titans. Cincinnati minus two. Rams at the Colts. Even money there. Tampa at New Orleans. Saints minus three. No Derek Carr. It's going to be Jameis Winston there. Washington's at Philly. Eagles minus eight. Minnesota's at Carolina. Vikings minus four. Steelers at Houston. Steelers minus three. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers minus five and a half. New England's at Dallas. Dallas minus Six and a half. Cardinals at San Francisco. Niners laying a strong 14 there. Kansas City at the Jets. Nine and a half is the spread. Over under on how many Taylor Swift uh, pictures and mentions are we going to get? Oh, I'm saying over 25. Especially depending on if the score gets out of hand. We're going to see more Taylor Swift. We're going to see Zach Wilson. And then Seattle at the Giants Monday night. Even money there. That one is on ABC and ESPN and on 105.7 The Fan. And it's the return of the Manning brothers, too, have been off for a couple of weeks. And then you know who's back for their first game back? Camara. 
Alvin Kamara, who yep. was suspended for the first couple for New Orleans, will come back here and have some NFL lunch. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson, Michael Pierce, Roquan Smith, talking about the Browns ahead of that matchup Sunday. American League East report. Orioles win last night, 5-1. Magic number to win the East is one. What else is happening in the division and beyond? And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, will talk real and fantasy football with him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.